Welcome to What to Do When, a podcast from Real Lawyers with Real Perspective, where we explore a variety of legal issues and scenarios. Each week, we focus on a new topic and discuss what to do when and if any of these legal scenarios ever happen to you or a loved one. With over 40 years of combined legal experience, our hosts offer their unique perspectives and insights on a range of real-life legal situations. Hi there. Welcome back to Kreiser Cardani, a law firm here in Richmond, Virginia. I'm Jackie. I'm Scott. Jackie, what's on the docket for today? What to do when you reach an agreement. Or not. <laughs> or not. Uh, the real question is, can you reach an agreement and avoid going to court? Can you reach an agreement once you've filed paperwork in court? Can you reach an agreement... When you're standing in the courtroom, I get this question. I think Scott does too all the time. What happens if we just reach an agreement? And my short answer is, when it comes to family law, if you can reach an agreement, your family is going to be better in the long run by a long shot. Absolutely. Um, are there times when you're under duress, you're being coerced, and there are agreements you should not enter into? Sure. Let's not let's not digress into the when you shouldn't make an agreement. But one, I just received the question again today. What happens? I mean, we've already filed the paperwork, and there's a court date coming up. Can can we just reach an agreement? Yes. Um, what happens when you reach an agreement? So if you, mom and dad, mom files for custody and they go into court and uh, they set the next court date, right? Because we never do anything on the first court date. You got to have at least two, sometimes three or four or five. And so you, you're getting ready to go to trial. That's your second date. It's the date you want to put on evidence. Evidence to us, we get a lot of questions. Well, what about these text messages I want to show? That's evidence. What about pictures I want to show? That's evidence. evidence. Your testimony becomes evidence once you're sworn in and you swear to tell the truth. So... You get to put on evidence if you don't have an agreement. If you do have an agreement, there's no reason to put on evidence. The judge doesn't need to hear and probably doesn't want, want to, to hear, hear <laughs> the, the reason why you're in court, the text messages, the, yeah, but we had a baby, but we haven't lived together. We had a baby, but he's not on the birth certificate, or we had a baby, and she disappeared, and I've had the baby ever since. The judge doesn't need to hear any of the details if you've reached an agreement, as long as, I mean, it's a reasonable agreement. So um, can you reach an agreement to avoid the judge making a decision about your case? Absolutely, you can. And remember, real quick, uh, uh, it's really important that if you can reach an agreement, you know better than this judge, better than us often. We're People only get a snapshot of your life. When you go to court, even with the best evidence in the world, yes, they're only seeing a, think about it as a snapshot, a picture of your life. In the whole scam of your life, they're taking one picture and making a judgment about what's best for your family, for your finances, for your life, well, all those things. Well, that impacts you for a long time. Yeah. These are not like, sh this isn't a traffic ticket, right? Where in a few years, it'll fall off your driving record. You can do driving school. Or go. No, when, when you're asking a judge to make a decision in your family law situation, whether it's custody, child support, visitation, even divorce, when you're asking the court to divide assets, divide liabilities, and to, to divide parenting time, I, I think dividing children is just awful, even though <laughs> most attorneys really approach it that way for their clients. Well, we need to divide this child's time. No, you need to divide the parenting time, but I digress. <laughs> the point remains that, yes, you you know better than any judge in any courtroom what's better for your family. And every judge we've been in front of from the beach all the way to the Blue Ridge will tell you the exact same thing. It is better for you and your children and your family to make a decision and to reach an agreement. But what do we do once we reach an agreement? We put it in writing. 
Yes. You probably should call a lawyer to have it drawn up, um, although they're going to make it a lot more complicated of an agreement than the agreement you've reached. Your agreement probably has four or five lines, and yes, we agree to this, and we agree to that, and this, and this, and this, then you sign a date. But when is it not an agreement in that situation? What's the key? This is always missed by people. One person will sign it, or they'll send a letter to the other person. I agree to this, 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 this. Both people have to sign it for its agreement. Remember, offer acceptance. It's still a contract. It's still an agreement. So Correct. both parties have to enter into that agreement by signing the document saying, yes, I agree to this. So remember that if you plan on doing it yourself or somewhere other place. But didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's such an no, important point. No, I think it's great. We run into it all the time here where someone bring us an agreement that only one person, maybe it's a, what I call a letter agreement. Mm-hmm. But really, that's an offer. It is it's, an offer. It's not an agreement until you sign it and say, yes, I accept. <laughs> Even if the person says uh, they'll come in and they'll bring the letter or they'll bring the email, this right here, it says this is what this is what we're going to do. And we might say, well, did you respond and say, yes, I agree to your terms? Or did you print it out, sign it? Well, no. But that's he said so. But that's what Scott's talking about is for it to be an, an agreement, you need it to be in writing. There's so many formalities, but in writing, signed, most of the time we have our agreements notarized, they're dated. They have proper formalities in them to pro- to really protect you and protect the other person and to make the contract or the agreement enforceable. So, yes, you can reach an agreement even up until even when you're standing in the courtroom, you can reach yes. across the aisle and say, hey, can we talk for a moment? Most judges are going to say Oh, sure. You think you can reach an agreement? Well, I'm glad to give you five or 10 minutes. And sometimes in lawyer time, that's like 30 or 40 minutes, maybe longer, but it's always better that way. So the short answer and all of that is yes, you can reach an agreement. You can avoid a judge making those sorts of decisions for you and your family, but it is best to have that agreement drawn up. Uh, I would argue by, by an attorney who knows what they're doing, who knows the formalities of making, um, the four corners of the document, we call it enforceable yeah. and not just unenforceable. So give us a call when you have questions about agreements and what needs to be in them. And and we'll be glad to help you walk through it. But more than likely, we're going to suggest that you let us memorialize or put into writing the agreement you've reached. Um, and, and sometimes, oftentimes, you can even avoid going back to court, going to court the first time or even going back to court can be avoided entirely if you have that agreement drawn up. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good thing. It's really positive. And like Jackie said, number two about this is don't feel forced into an agreement. You know, that's another good thing to come to a lawyer and just talk to him and say, hey, we want to do this agreement. Here's what we're thinking of. And sometimes we're thinking about things you're not thinking about because we've done hundreds of these. So it's really important to reach mm-hmm. out to Kreiser Cardani and get really good legal advice so we you know what you're signing. You may think you know what you're signing, right. but in the end, you may not know what you're signing. So that's really important. In the future, we'll probably talk about specifically marital agreements, custody agreements, and the, the very specific nuances. But today, we just wanted to go, can you reach an agreement? We hear that all the time. You wouldn't believe how many often when we're introduced, hey, are you a lawyer? Hey, I have a question for you. And it's often, can we reach an agreement? We've been fighting for years. Can we just agree? And the answer is always yes. If if both parties do agree. We appreciate you listening today. We look forward to chatting with you again. Be sure and like and subscribe. Have a good day. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of What to Do When. For more episodes, be sure to subscribe to our podcast, and we encourage you to check our archives to listen to previous topics. Tune in next week for a new episode and some fresh perspective from Kreiser Cardani.